Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out another episode of the hit podcast, O. Jeremiah Talks. It is the podcast where my wife, Erin, and I, the band O. Jeremiah, just sit on the couch and chat. And this week, we have a great conversation about our first trip in our van. Over the last uh, eight months, maybe, we, we bought a van, we've converted it to an RV, and we are becoming that band, that band you know on YouTube that just tours in their van and then plays shows. That's what we're trying to do. And we had our first trial run show this week. We went to Tallulah Gorge in North Georgia, and it was a hoot. Aaron tells a very amazing story that I cannot wait for you to hear. And if you want more of this conversation, head over to our Patreon page where we have new music, uh, exclusive content, and the other half of every podcast. This week, we run you through our Best Picture Oscar nominations. Uh, we, every year, we get super into the Oscars, and this year is no exception. So we give you who we think should win, uh, some of our favorite moments of every movie, and it's just a great time. So if you want that, head over to patreon.com slash ojeremiah. Also, we have shows coming up. So go to our website. If you're in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, if you're in Fairhope, Alabama, uh, I mean, we're going to New York City. We're going to Washington, D.C. Like if, you, if you're into these places, keep your eyes peeled because we are making a bunch of announcements really soon. Go find us on Instagram, Facebook, go to our website, wherever. Get ready. We're coming for you in our new van. Oh, Jeremiah Talks. Let's go. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I together. Yeah. We survived our very first van expedition. How do you feel? Describe it in three words, go. Cold. Dang, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it was very cold. Uh, peaceful. Cold, peaceful. And everything I wanted it to be. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you understand the rule of the game. Okay. I, I, w- unsurprising, but in a good way. That's my third word. Predict or. Yeah, pre- not predictable because no. that's. Well, that how do you say it commentate. met your expectations? I just. I told you this when we were walking up the, the mountain or whatever, the Tallulah Gorge Mountain. And it was everything that I had hoped it would be. That's exactly what I thought. Met. I feel like, uh, how do you say, like, uh, exact, exact, it was exact. Ex- it was exact, yes. Cold? Play. What did you say? Relaxing? Playful? Peaceful. 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 I knew it was something. Yeah. And exact. Yes. Okay. Cold will, because we it, forgot the heater. Well, let me give, let me do my you three do words. Your, do your three. For rigid. <laughs> PC, peaceful. P- it's PC. Frigid. Um, unplugged. Yeah, that's a good word. And what's what's a word for like you? I don't know. I felt very much like we were a part of this community. Yeah, you you were pretty focused on the community. So that we didn't let, even talk to. Let's walk. Let's maybe walk it was every- like outside New York vibes for me. Yeah, because you de- could see people living really close by. That was the opposite of New York City in every way. <laughs> no, I know, but I had the same feeling of oh, there's people around me just living their lives. Okay, I see that. I get that. Treehouse. There we go. Treehouse is the last word. Yes. Okay, so we went to Tallulah Gorge in our van renovation for the very first time. It was our first trip. We had booked this one for the sole purpose that. 
we knew that if we just stayed somewhere in town, we would just come home. We would just come home because like as great as van life can be, it's easier when you just have all your stuff. Do you think that if we were like in our friend's parking lot, I just imagine us sitting at the home that we think we're going to buy in Athens, just like in the driveway. But like, what if, um, what if do you, it was that cold here in Athens? Do you think we would have come home? Yeah. There was a time when we, it, the, on the second night. When both we were, nights. So I was. Both nights. The first we, night, yeah. But on you, the second night where I was like, oh, we're like not getting sleep. I was, I was about to go, should we just go home? But it was four in the morning. You have a different tolerance for. Night driving. Uh, no, for cold. Oh, yeah, because I'm like, I was fine, but until the second night where I was like, okay, this is bananas. We woke up at like 7.30 on Saturday. What time did we wake up this morning? Uh, we woke up at 9, but technically woke up before the first time. But we want to go to Tallulah Gorge because it was beautiful. I've seen pictures. I saw pictures of it whenever we even moved here. It's an hour and a half away. It was the perfect getaway. Because we didn't want to spend a lot of money because gas is so expensive. And if something went wrong, we could still come back. Mm-hmm. And you can watch as many YouTube videos on van life as you want. But you never really know what it's like you until you do it. do it. Yeah. You have to just try it. It's like adulthood. Because the things <laughs> that you think are going to be deal breakers or things that you think are going to be frustrating, you, you can't know until you're actually doing it. For yeah. instance... I got this thing called the Goal Zero battery. It's a thousand watts of power. And a thousand watts of power to someone that doesn't know, like me, sounds like an infinite infinite amount of power. But the reality was that thing died once a day. Like it just it uses a lot of power. Like you Well, can't, because we had like our fridge hooked up to it the whole time. We had our fridge, we what had the lights, we... we had um I tried to the fan. The fan. I tried to brew coffee with it. And it was just, it was too much. Did that much. work or no? It worked, but it would have killed the battery like instantly. Mm-hmm. Like I fired it up and the the the, the battery was like, oh my God, what are you doing? What are you doing? And it like, there, there was a, uh, a secondary fan that powered on and it scared me. So that's but, why I'm worried about actually bringing a space heater. Well, so one of the big takeaways we learned is we are cold. We were very cold, but we need to have, I need to install a hookup. So when we're at a campsite, we can plug into the camp's power. Instead of plugging the battery directly into a power source. Or not plugging the battery into anything and plugging everything into our battery. Another thought. Go ahead. When we are in this van for its intended use, more of like a show vibe. Yeah. We're not going to be in the van as much as we were. Very true, but... Noodles will be. Well, not only that, we will be in the van... In the times that we needed all that stuff. Like, because we needed it overnight and sleeping. Yeah, true. You see what I'm saying? And Noodles is going to need it, the fan, for a few hours. Right. But the fan fan wasn't taking up much power at all. So that was a pretty accurate depiction. Uh, That was pretty accurate as to how much power we're going to be using. Yeah. Because we used, like, we charged our phones. Yeah. It was a really good dry run. It made me really excited about shows. It's going to change the way we do shows. Yeah. It's going to change how often we can play. It's going to change how far we can go, what it's got to look like for us. Like the ceiling for us, like when you when you're an independent band or any field in any world, it has to make sense. Whatever you're taking the risk on, it has to make sense. And for us, we did the math and 
doing the camping saves us so much money that we we're not going to have to stay in the murder hotels that we used to have to stay in. And we won't have to pay the pet fees to stay I was there. Say, and we won't have to pay to leave noodles in like a, a pet place. And then we get back and we learn that she didn't see another dog for four days. I know, it was so sad. So sad. Or, yeah, so that's... I got to figure out my panic attacks, though. Yeah, like I was able to regulate. I had a little bit of one the first night. Yeah. And, and you, I, I, I did not I'd, wake you up for it. Yeah, I would say that I didn't. But you definitely woke me up from yours. Well, that was because I had to stand up. Like, I wasn't like, Aaron, I'm having a panic attack. Get up. But I wasn't having a panic attack. I was about to have a panic attack, which I'm learning. There's two phases to a panic attack for me in my experience. It's, oh, boy, are we about to have a panic attack? And then it's Mm -hmm. the I'm so scared I might die panic attack part. You weren't scared of death. No, I'm scared of it's this feeling of the walls are closing in. And I'm about to be, like, there's a stampede of darkness, and I'm about to be underneath it, is what it feels like. Mine is, like, a literal fear of, like, actually, I don't know what mine is. But, yeah, I had a hard time breathing the other night. Yeah, panic attacks well, are so weird because... It, I w- wait, mine was be- was based more on, like, a logic thing of, like, oh, no, are we getting enough oxygen in here? And then I got in my head, and yeah. then I started painting because of... My squat. I don't know if we should tell anyone about that. We absolutely need to tell people about that. I'm comfortable telling people if you're comfortable telling people because it doesn't affect me at all. If it was my story, I would tell it for sure. And you slept through the whole thing. I did slept through. So now you have to tell it. Okay, so I'm going to tell it. So the first night, Jay's sleeping great. He's not even chilly. He has a fan blowing directly into his face. Oh, it was amazing. And he's like totally fine. He gets one good night of sleep. So like... My first night of sleep was amazing. I didn't get either nights. I got maybe a few hours. Anyways, so I knew. I was like, you know what? I'm definitely going to have to wake up and go to the bathroom. Like, I'm going to have to pee. It's important to note that we were parked right by the bathroom. We were parked right by the bathroom. Thank you for mentioning that, Jeremiah. But it was, there's no, like, uh, I guess you would call it, like, street lighting in the campground. All there is is like whatever lights that the people have. And then there's like bright fluorescent lights in the bathroom. So if you go to the bathroom at like at dark, like it's like your eyes are adjusted to the darkness. And then you go in the bathroom and it's like they readjust. And then you come back out and it's like there's a little bit of shock of like, oh, I have to get my bearings again because it's pitch black. Yeah. That feels very vulnerable to me. Okay. As like a woman walking alone to the bathroom even though you were close by the men's restroom was like right there and it definitely it just kind of freaked me out okay because there's also like a group of like dude like it just i was in my head about it i did like the bathroom was there but i was like okay so if i have to wake up and pee in the middle of the night which is likely (laughs) i was like do i wake up jeremiah like i felt bad for doing that even though you said you would do it i just i don't want to interrupt you yeah so it's about 3 a.m and first night, I was like, yep, you knew this was going to happen. Let's figure it out. I don't even know if I told you the, the beginning of this. So my goal was like, how do I not wake up Jeremiah? Because I do, if there's one thing you need to know about me, I do not like talking at a regular volume in the middle of the night. Like last night, whenever you were like chatting with me at a regular volume, I was like, can you please stop? Do you remember that? Oh, I, like, that's all I think about. Like. I was just like, you've got... Like, like you've even got right a- now, Noodles is literally just licking her arm, and you're like, no, no, no. And I'm just like, she's, 
it, certain noises. You're so sensitive to noises. Sensitive to sound. Yeah, for sure. Noodles, you're welcome to come sit by me. Thank you for asking. She's asking with her eyes. Yeah. There she goes. And you don't mind when people make noises with their eyes. It's only their mouths that you have a very big problem with. I also think that one of my best communicators is my eyes. Okay, Okay, great. Anyways. So anyways, 3 a.m., uh, I do not want to wake you up, so I decide. Okay, I'm Noodles is for sure gonna wake up because she moves like she's very sensitive to sound like her mama, and so my goal was to keep you asleep the whole time because I was afraid that if you woke up, we would have this conversation, and I just did not want to have a conversation. Okay, so I was like, it's gonna happen, Erin. You're gonna um, find a cup, and you're gonna pee in it, and you're gonna squat, and you're gonna pee in the van, and so I. Uh, carefully crawl off the very amazing bed that you built. I I want to say that that's probably like the most impressive thing. Sturdy as mess bed. You well, did that's a wonderful because, job. I mean, that's because my man Joseph came through yeah. clutch. Well, for sure. You like added extra steel beams to it. But besides that, the bones of that sucker is good. Yeah. And I feel safe when on that. the bones are good. Na, da, na, na. Okay. <laughs> so it was very good. So... So I quietly crawl off the bed. I see that it's 3 a.m. You're still snoozing. I'm like, what am I going to pee in? Luckily for me, I packed a wide mouth mason jar of water, filtered water for my girl noodles. Now, another lucky for me is that like she didn't finish the water and I had poured from it. I didn't let her lick drink from it. So there's a there's a screw top and it was a wide mouth, which is important. And so there's a little bit of water left. And for some reason, I was like, well, maybe I should hydrate a little. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, because I was scared of hydrating all day because I didn't want this to happen. And then here I was. So I was like, Aaron, reward yourself. Drink the rest of that water. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead and hydrate. Okay. So I drink about half a cup of water. Great. Clean it out. Just add it to to the mess. Um, I have a little bit of foresight as to be like, okay. Because I bought this, like, little tiny uh, rectangular rug for, like, ambiance and vibe. And the van uh, immediately regretted it. I yeah, had to, you, you I had said to, it out loud. You were like, I should not have done this. Yeah, we got dirt on it. Like, it was so annoying. The coloring of it, bad idea on my end. Um, so, drink the water, get a few paper towels, and stack it on top of the rug. Because in my mind, I'm You're like, making a puddle pad. Yes. <laughs> I'm making a human puddle pad. Because in my mind... It would be easier to throw the rug in the wash or throw it away, and then like maybe some of the remnants will get on the t- the paper towel, and we can salvage the rug. Because I didn't want to like like the flooring. I was like, th- this is going to get in crevices, and I'm going to be thinking about how I just like peed in this van every yes. single day that we're day in this. one tinkle everywhere. So finish my water, take the lid off, find my crouch position to where if you wake up, we won't make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> That's very important for yeah. you. Okay. Noodles is just like at the edge. Of- I just can't stop picturing <laughs> no, no. mid squat and we look at each other and exactly. it forever change. Well, aren't you glad that I had that thought? Yes. 3 a.m. Aaron is wise. So um, Noodles is making eye contact with me the whole time. I yeah. just had to get over that. So then I also grabbed my phone. Was she concerned? And I'm, I didn't know how loud the stream would be. So I found, so I got my phone and I played white noise. I started it on no volume. You should, and have, then, pl- you should have played running river noise. So that way I couldn't have told the two apart. No, because then maybe you're peeing in the bed on accident. <laughs> so, so I go to white noise okay. and I go no volume. And then I go one volume after I've already hit play. And then I gradually build it 
to a natural cascade of sound in the in the van. As You're you... still snoozing. Hold on a second. Okay. We're still there. Then my puddle pad is ready. White noise is going. Noodles is not on the floor, so we can make things happen. And I remove the garments. <laughs> Carefully. Yes. At the same time, I squat. Yes. Deeply. Deep squat. And I get the wide mouth mason jar... And we suction as best as we can. Sunk. <laughs> <laughs> and it's happening. Yeah. And you did know, you break parallel feel, on your squat? Like how deep did we quiet. go? Please be quiet. <laughs> um, we're so deep, deep, deep V, like deep. Yeah, that's a good squat. Deep. My heels are still touching because I am trained in yoga. I'm just joking. No, but they are. That's you like, are. So I'm very deep to the ground. What am I going to do? Like fall over? Like why did I go so deep? Well, it was the eye contact. I didn't want you to see me. Well, I'm thinking about but it now. But then you'd be like, you where'd she me, go? You told me about holding the deep squat. And now I'm thinking, why didn't you just turn the jar into a tripod? Oh, like a bucket? <laughs> yeah, just sit it on the ground and you just thunk. And then you're just holding. Like you've got seat, I don't... two legs holding you up. <laughs> like a, you know the the yeah, little no, tea in a pizza box. I understand. In the center of the pizza, <laughs> you could. Can you gonna... put your legs together? Stop. <laughs> Here's the thing: I don't really trust my balance as much as I trust my forearm strength. Okay. So that's just what I wanted to do. Okay. So when you sprawled out like Babe, a spider, stop. like no, no. Think of a squat and then go deeper, and that's where I was. And then so you had. Please hands stop. In, okay, sorry. Please stop. My sorry, hands I'm, were on the jar. I'm trying to paint. I was a holding picture. the jar as tightly as I possibly could. With your butt? With my hands. <laughs> stop getting stop derailing this story. I'm not done yet. So it's at this point that the jar starts to become warm. So I know it's happening. <laughs> because there's this weird feeling of like I don't fully know that it's happening. And so I keep doing like a stop, start, stop, start to see if I can sense when I'm done because I lose the feeling of doneness being <laughs> completely exposed to the van uh, because it. it reminds me of being a kid. And I used to pee in the yard all the time, but I haven't, I haven't done that in a long time. No, every time and I, I have also, to pee- wait, I'm still talking. And every time I go to the gynecologist, and you have to pee in a cup. I miss pretty aggressively because I don't suction. And it's because you didn't have the wide mouth jar. Because that's what they need to have at the gynecologist. Ex- Every time yes. I have to pee in the ocean when we go swimming in the ocean. Uh, you just learned how to do that thanks to me. No, I mean, yeah, it's so hard for me. Yeah. I, it takes me, like, I have to get, like, a running start. Like, I'm about to do a backflip on the diving board. Yeah, but there's no aim involved, so I'm not worried about that one. So, yeah. anyways, anyways. Okay, continue. I do not want pee to get in this van, babe. I do not want that to happen. Me either. And so... So I'm in this deep squat. I keep doing a stop, start, stop, start to see if I can feel whenever I'm done. And I'm like, Aaron, it's okay. Like, you're not overflowing. Like, you've got, like, this is like a big mason jar. It's not a baby one. It's a big one. You've got plenty of room here. Like, the hydration you just intook is not ready to pass yet. Yeah. It's not going to add on to the pee yeah. that you already had in your and bladder. And more. You got, you got the your room. Your cells are hydrated now. Let's go. So anyways. And so I am like, okay, I think I'm done. And I, I stayed down there. For a long time, because I had a really hard time knowing whenever I was done. Yeah. Was able to get a paper towel, wipe seas. Yeah. Come back up. I'm like, oh my gosh, clean as a freaking whistle. Yeah. Put the screw top lid back on, put it in a secure spot, 
wash my hands with some Germex. Let's go. I just really thought I did a great job. So didn't realize, like, from the panic of it all, I stand up and my heart is racing, racing. Yeah. Because that deep squat turned into deep exercise. Yeah. And my 3 a.m. heart was not ready for a cardiovascular event. Yeah. And so I was panicking. And so I went to bed and then I was like, is there oxygen in here? I don't really know. It's and also I was just important. like, there's definitely not oxygen. And I, and I was literally <laughs> just like, I'm going to die in here. I'm going to die in here. Well, because your, your aunt's boyfriend told me about getting an air conditioner. And was like, if you get an air conditioner, make sure you crack the window because you risk the, the of you like ridding the, the place. Uh, yeah, you run the risk of ridding the place of oxygen. Mm -hmm. And you could die of carbon monoxide poisoning. Yes. And all you heard was, carbon we're going to die of carbon monoxide poisoning. Yes. And I kept telling you, yes. that's not what he said. It mm -hmm. was about this. And you were like, no, no, no. He said carbon monoxide poisoning, and there were no details attached to it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So Well, 3 a.m. Aaron, whose heart is racing from the exercise, it was like... It was like my body was freaking out. My mind was like, what are you freaking out about? Yep. And it, and then my heart was like, I don't know. That was something new. I've never done that before. And then my mind was like, do you think it could be because you're like entrapped in a space? And then my body was like, yes, that's what happened. And so just full, full blown plan. I didn't fall asleep for like another hour. You and you were just passed out at that point. Yeah. So I peed in the van. Yes, and, it, and I love then, that it was the first night of us in the van too. I also you, love that my we, friend was like really impressed with me that I just. I did was it. impressed with you because I woke up and I saw a jar of pee in the floor. I said, "Hey, don't trip over that jar. It is your wife's urine." Yes, <laughs> and I was immediately my first emotion was pride. Why? Because whenever I said, "Hey, can we get a van?" <laughs> There were things that I thought you would never come to terms with. I thought we could only experience van life to a certain extent because you had your own personal needs. One of them is urinating. Is urinating. You have to pee. I don't. But but I I was afraid that the bathroom sitch would be a deal breaker. And when I saw the the neti pot of Tinkle, I was so proud that no barrier would come in between you and your comfort. I just figured it out, babe. You just figured it out. And I also, I feel like I learned a lot about me because by the time you and I finally talked about it, you were like, yeah, that's de that's definitely yesterday's water in the floor right there. That that jar, yeah, that's that yellow thing. It's not Gatorade. That's me. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll just go throw it away in the bathroom. And you're like, no, and I was no. Like, no, 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 it's okay. I'll do it. You're like, I'll do it. Let's wait until the sun goes down and everyone goes to sleep so we don't humiliate ourselves. And I was like, no, I'm just going to like walk over there with some tinkle and put it in the toilet. And that's what I did. And it's funny because you and I have never watched each other use the bathroom. Yeah, ever. I wanted to the other day and then, I, and then I backed out. And then you chickened out. And now I wish that I would have been a like 1% lighter sleeper because we could have made eye contact and that wouldn't be true anymore. I avoided that though. You avoided it, which hurts my feelings, but also it's like still super encouraging. And the next morning I was like, hey, if this happens again tonight, like, and you can tell that I'm not in bed, don't look for me. Yeah. Pretend like you're asleep. Yeah. Man, it is amazing that you stayed asleep through that. I but, did. I mean, I wasn't very loud. No. If there's one thing about you that I love, it's how quiet you are when you pee. The loudest thing about me? That night was my heart racing. Yeah. But, I mean, you were, like, it was my like... My body was just Santa terrified. Claus delivering presents quiet. Mm-hmm. But the only present was an empty bladder. 
Man, and Got was you this. it a present? I did sleep decent that night. So all in all, the van trip was really great. Like we, I feel like we made, I was really present on the trip of like, oh, we're making memories that we'll remember for the rest of our marriage. I loved sitting in the van with the door completely open with like a blanket on the bed and like watching people outside. Yeah. I loved that and reading. Like no, sure. Noodles even got the hang of like sitting on the bed and like just sitting there. I loved trying to come up with everyone's story. Because what I wasn't expecting was on a campsite. There what do was you mean? A, like the people that stayed there? Yeah. So there was like 30 parking spots for campers. And people from all over the world will pull up a camper, park it, and just be a part of this little village of people. And it's very different. You can just see everyone's campsite and kind of get a grasp of who everyone is. There's the 50-something couple with the mega camper. And you can tell that they're just like in their glory years. Biggest just, TV ever. Yeah, watching two and a half men reruns on a big screen TV. Like house lamps in every window. Yes. Very different than the the guy who just pulled up on a motorcycle with a camp on the back, set it up and just slept in the cold. Mm-hmm. Very different. And then you have this couple with their dog in a pickup truck with a roof tent on top of it. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. You can kind of start figuring out like, oh... All these people are at different points in their lives. They're all telling a completely different story, but right here we're all intersecting. Yeah, and we all share this common uh, common ability to make life work like that. Yeah. There were there were a, there was this moment where Noodles was going was out and she was like getting some fresh air and one of the not tenants, I don't know what you would call them, one of the people on staff of the camp, the groundskeeper. Groundskeeper came up and she started talking about her rescue dog. And it was like she picked the one thing we knew we had in common and we like started a relationship with this person. It reminds me a lot of Station Eleven. She like waved at me the next day. Yeah. It's like if we would have stayed there for two weeks, we would have made friends. But we weren't like trying to make friends. Yeah. There's also like a group of guys that were definitely on like a reunion trip. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a really sweet memory. And the Tallulah Gorge is beautiful. Beautiful. We, we got to cross the suspension bridge. We did all 200 gazillion steps or whatever. I thought it was going to be more of like this bonding experience where you and I had like deep conversation the whole time, but it really just was about the hike. And there was quite a good pe- bit of people there. What haven't we talked about? What does that mean? You know what I mean? Like you and I what? have like, what, what would we have deep conversation about that you weren't that I mean, we always have deep conversations. No, I know, but like, I mean, just like, like zoomed out. Like you and I have talked about everything. I'm surprised that that was what you were expecting. I mean, there's still stuff left to talk about. Yeah. I mean, that's why we always talk. No, no, I know, but I like. Wait, what? I don't know. I I loved that you went the, into in the same way that I expect us to have good conversation whenever we go to dinner. Yeah. No. No. I. Sorry. I'm. I'm. I'm having a different philo- philosophical thought, which mm-hmm. is like. I went into it thinking how amazing this is that we get to go on this adventure. And you're like, oh, we're about to like have deep conversation. Well, I thought we were going to talk during it. Yeah, because as we were walking up, you were like, do you have anything you want to talk about? Yeah. So and, it, it tracks. Yeah, no, it tracks. But I was like, no, did you did you have anything in mind? You're like, no, I just thought we would talk. And I was like, what Did happened? you know it was going to be more of like a climbing thing? Yeah, I thought it was going to be more in, hey, let's let's take in this moment. Okay. But what I mean is like, I think I'm, ha- I'm doing a bad job explaining myself, which is when you said that, I was like, what haven't we already addressed? 
Like you said it in a way that made it seem like, hey, are you ready to talk about the thing or whatever? No. Yeah. And you're making it seem like we we don't have anything else to talk about. Oh, no. I mean, obviously, we talk like crazy. We're no, with I each know. other 24 hours a day. But I, I just loved that you were like anticipating good conversation. And I was anticipating like beauty from this location, you know, and I, I, I don't know, honestly. Part- I think maybe I thought it was going to take longer than it did. Yeah, because were, we were down and up in like an hour and a half. It seemed faster than that. Yeah, yeah it was. I mean, it was a super quick. The down was really scary for me. I, I don't like the stairs that they had. Yeah, the up was hard, though. Yeah. Like cardio-wise, that sucked. Yeah. But Yeah, that was, yeah. Well, um, why don't you tell me something that you're super into? And what then we'll jump over to Patreon. I mean, the van. The van. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk to more people about getting a van. We talked to someone tonight and, and she was talking about like, I want to take the next year to tour the country. And I was like, if you ever want to talk about a van, like that's something we're both really passionate about. Yeah. And I was like, you should come over to our apartment, have dinner, and we'll tell you about what it's like to, to build a van. Yeah. The way she's doing it, though, I'm kind of thinking that Airbnb would be more fun for her. Yeah. Of course. And every, like, I don't want to like force my loving of the van on everybody. Yeah, of course. But, you you have a friend from college that that's considering buying a van, and it's like oh, she, I think she's gonna do it. Yeah, it's I mean it's a very specific type of desire to like want the van. Mm-hmm. But well, she sent me this video of this sixty uh, something year old woman that's like an artist that like sold her house and brought in elements of her home into like a van build out. Mm-hmm. Ended up spending like seventy thousand dollars total. Like I think the van was like twenty thousand, and then the rest was in like completely renovating it. And I mean, you, she had like, you slide the door, the side door open and it was a completely covered, like it looked like a, like a door to a home after that. Yeah. So like talk about insulated and like a nested little area. She had a pull down oven and a stovetop. Wow. And like she had everything. I mean, $70,000 sounds like a lot of money until you consider like. It being your home. Well, she sold her house and was able to like pay for it. And then now she doesn't have a mortgage or yeah. she does solar power. Yeah. And she, what else does she She's do? She's completely off the grid. I was listening to you as we were driving as you watched that video. Totally and at first I was grid. like, she put $70,000 in that thing. But but when you consider like not having a note every month, when you think about like, oh, I like I own this. That's all of your living expenses. Yeah. You don't have to work at that point. You can literally just live. Like no power bill, right? Yeah, no power. The solar is running off everything. You just got to figure out food. She probably just has like a Mondo solar thing. Yeah. Right? Like soup, Like you can get like a bunch of solar panels on the roof and it'll yeah. power your battery a lot faster. She had like a workstation with her computer. Yeah, that sounds like money. That was cool. So I would say, yeah, the van. And also I'm uh, my favorite van couple on Instagram is Court and Nate. Oh, cool. They do... Uh, they do like a day in the life type videos and it's very realistic. They're not trying to like fluff it up. And I love that. Yeah. Would you say that you feel more van lifey after this? I always knew I could do it. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest. Like I'm surprised how well you were like you leaned in. Yeah. I think, I think I've always been good at that type of thing. No, you've been, you're always game. But it like in a pure way, like I think my fear was, oh, she'll make it work. You know what I mean? Like instead of I don't want to be at this party, but like I can find someone to talk to. No, I enjoyed it. Yeah, but you showed up and like you were the life of the party. 
Oh, yeah. Which was cool. Yeah, I really, it reminded me so much of just being a kid and like tree housing and nesting and just like finding, like just like a instinctual like survival mode. Yeah. It's really fun, I think. Yeah. And I liked the meal planning. I liked having limited resources to make food. Yeah. That was a super fun challenge. And I liked, I think I'm good at, yeah, I think I'm good at those situations. I think so too. And I, and I enjoyed it. The, we're going to talk about, we're going to go over to Patreon and we're going to talk about our Oscar favorite movies. But So I won't list the movies because we've been watching a ton of Oscar movies. But I will say something that I really loved, I listened to this seven-part podcast called The Trojan Horse Affair. Hmm. And I had to take a trip for work uh, last week or the week before, and it was a long, like, six-and-a-half-hour drive. And I wanted a podcast series to listen to to get me through it. And the same guy, Brian Reed, who did S-Town does this podcast oh yeah and it's it's him and a journalism student in birmingham england and the birmingham england guy Are is you birmingham no they say birmingham so okay. that's yeah I'm, no i yeah. just i was like what's he doing yeah they, he, they say and i it took me like a whole episode to be like okay they're not going to correct the way that they say birmingham but they call it birmingham and he's a student and he's middle eastern and the whole podcast is about this letter that was delivered to the like the city of Birmingham about how um, the Middle Easterners were or the like specifically the Muslims of the community were going to take over and like extreme like turn it turn all the leaders into extremists and terrorists or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the letter turned out to be fake. But the letter changed like uh, all the Muslims lost their jobs and were like forced out of their jobs over this fake letter. And that's so sad. It's so sad. And this and everyone in the community basically knew it was fake. But for some reason, it still had this huge impact. And this Muslim journalism grad school student decided to go in and investigate it with Brian Reed. And it is a gripping, incredibly well told story on how like. 9-11 and all these other things made us like super biased yeah. against Muslims. Yeah. And how like even like even knowing what we know, we still turn a blind eye to it. Yeah. It's an incredible story. Did and it, you like it better than S-Town? No. Or? S-Town is just like, for one, it's like Birmingham. It's like all those podcasts do. Like the first one is like the best and then. Yeah. But this one specifically like every podcast has like a, a, an overarching theme and this one was like is there such a thing as unbiased journalism hmm. because he's a muslim try he wants this case to be solved for his own sanity because yeah. he's a muslim and it's like brian reed is like i dude you can't be so invested in this and he's like that's so easy for you to say yeah and it's an incredible story and yeah. i highly recommend it if you love that serial s town kind of investigation story it's so good yeah trojan horse fear all right let's talk about oscar movies over on patreon let's go